Hello, and welcome to Weekly Wholesome Words with Pastor Josh Drelecki of Twin Cities Grace Fellowship. Join Pastor Josh each week as he gives further insight into God's Word. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Weekly Wholesome Words. I'm Josh Drelecki, pastor and teacher at Twin Cities Grace Fellowship. It's a joy, honor, and privilege to be able to open up God's Word with you and just give you some food for thought for this week. And what I want to look at this week is this issue of the spirit of faith. Paul makes mention of this expression here in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. <clears throat> Let me give you a little bit of context, starting back in verse 6. Paul writes, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. The life also of Jesus might be made ma- be made manifest in our mortal flesh, so then death worketh in us, but life in you. And then he says this, verse thirteen: We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, and he quotes Psalm one hundred and sixteen, and verse ten: As it is written, I have believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Well, that's a long passage. But I want to focus on the issue of the spirit of faith that Paul mentions there in verse 13 of Second Corinthians chapter 4. When you have that lowercase s spirit, you essentially have a, a, a essential frame of mind. And faith, this spirit, is proceeding from faith. It's interesting over there in Hebrews and the common, that that, uh, very familiar passage uh, to many in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, this substance of faith, one of those things is going to be this spirit and this spirit of faith is generated by believing something and that's why he says there in verse 13 as he quotes psalm 116 verse 10 i believed and therefore have i spoken we also believe and therefore speak knowing that he which and here it is raised up the lord jesus shall raise up us also by jesus and shall present us with you The spirit of faith, a certain mindset of faith is generated by believing 
the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And the resurrection of the Lord Jesus is a guidance. It leads us in many things. Here in the context of suffering, the fact that we have this treasure of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ is our is in earthen vessels. Why? That the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. And the spirit of faith makes it so that although troubled on every side, you're not distressed. Therefore, the spirit of faith is vital to our walk after the spirit. In fact, Paul's going to go on in chapter 5 and talk about a component of the things that we don't see. A component of of what we believe in in regards to the resurrection of Lord Jesus, that is a new heavenly body in chapter 5. But he gives an expression, and it's put in parentheses in verse 7. It says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. This issue of walking by faith is not only believing in the things that um, we are to walk after in regards to wisdom and justice and judgment, equity and love. But in regards to what is that all unto is something that's invisible, that is eternal. And it's procured for us by the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And the spirit of faith that is generated by the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, knowing that we shall be raised up us also, provides for us stability in our walk as well as it redounds to God's glory and it works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Therefore, when you couple your walk after the Spirit and the details of your life presently with the reality of of, and the spirit of faith so that you walk by faith and the fact that you'll be raised from the dead. Those things together redound to God's glory and it works for you glory even in the midst of sufferings. Paul talks about this other places when he provides the foundation of this spirit of faith over there in Romans chapter 8. And he talks about, For we are saved by hope, a hope that is seen is not hope. For what man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. He's developing what he says over in Ephesians chapter 1. The eyes, excuse me, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The eyes of your understanding. To know the glory and the power. If you look over there in Psalm 116, he's talking about the resurrection from the dead. He says in verse 1, I love the Lord because he hath heard my voice and my supplications. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The sorrows of death compassed me and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord, and righteous yet our God is merciful. 
Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple, and was I was brought low, and he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul. He's talking about the inward man when he has found trouble and sorrow, the well-being of his inner man. And he's commanding his soul, Return unto thy rest, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. Verse 8, For thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine ears from tears, and my feet, I'm sorry, my eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. There's the resurrection. And then he, this is what Paul quotes, verse 10. I believed, therefore have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. I said in my haste, all men are liars. What shall I render unto God, unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. And what he's talking about is the well-being when he's found trouble and sorrow is he calls upon the name of the Lord to deliver his soul to return to rest because the Lord had dealt bountifully with thee. And there's a cup of salvation and there's benefits that he has for him and he believes those benefits and he believes the bountifulness and his soul rests even in trouble. And Paul, knowing this psalm very well, quotes this with the Corinthians as he talks about the trouble that they're in and the death that they daily experience. And he says, we have the same spirit of faith that David wrote about over there in Psalm 116 and verse 10 in regards to believing the benefit and the bountifulness of the Lord calling upon his name. We now know in connection with the Lord Jesus being raised up, verse 14 of Second Corinthians chapter 4. And so, beloved, I pray that these eternal things that are not seen are impressed upon your heart to such a degree that this essential frame of mind to believe in things that you don't see becomes a becomes just that, a frame of mind that you constantly look at. Not with your physical eyes, but with the eyes of your understanding. Because when you have that spirit of faith developed within you, you'll abound in thanksgiving for all things. It will redound to the glory of God and we should be seeking God's glory. It will help you to not faint in the midst of affliction and the outward man perishing and it will work for you a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. When you have the same spirit of faith that David had, the same spirit of faith that the Lord Jesus had in regards to the promise of his resurrection and the reward of being at his Father's right hand. When you have that spirit of faith developed in you so that you could truly say, I walk by faith. And as Paul says, 
over there in Second Timothy, in chapter 1, I believe it is. I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep. That's the keeping of his heart, as he says over in Philippians chapter 4. That which I've committed, he's committed his soul and the well-being of his soul unto God, unto him against that day. That we too would commit the well-being of our soul unto him, having known the resurrection from the dead, that Christ is raised from the dead, and have that generate that spirit of faith in us, so that our soul too will find rest, even when we are in trouble and in sorrow and in afflictions, and thereby glorify God for his great hope, and glorify God for his great power, and glorify God for his great riches of his grace. So I pray that you'd spend more and more time with these things in regards to the things that you don't see, so that it would generate that spirit of faith in you and you'd walk by faith and not by sight. Until next time, look up. Thanks for joining Pastor Josh for this week's episode of Weekly Wholesome Words. Join him next week for another look into God's Word. Until next time, look up.